Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira. This is a podcast for single moms created by a single mom to help single moms. This is our safe space to love, to connect, and grow together. Welcome back to Single Moms Unfolded. Today, we are lucky enough to have Sharon Wan. She is a love and relationship coach, and she is the creator of the Love Reset Coaching Program. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, everyone. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for inviting me here. It's a pleasure. Oh, so ha- I was so happy to have you. So tell us, how do you become a relationship and love coach? Mm, that probably started um, during a lockdown in Singapore, so... Even though I was a physical therapist or physio, as uh, we know it here, um, I was deemed unessential service because I left public health. I was in a private sector. So I've always been a follower of Tony Robbins. And I had, so I had chanced upon this course that he offered about making a program to share my experiences with others. And that started my journey into self-education and uh, this coaching world, which I really love. So I chose to share about relationships because I thought that I was a love expert during my teenage years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> no, totally not true. <laughs> that wasn't the case. Huh? Yeah, because I, I thought I was a love expert because I was a total heartbreaker. <laughs> but this self-proclaimed love expert knew nothing about love. Um, and... My love life wasn't as smooth in my 20s because the failed relationship gradually eroded my identity. So um, I became insecure. I became a people pleaser because I didn't, um, I, I, I just want to get married. Um, and I started to learn to deny myself to stay in relationships. So it took me a manipulator um, three betrayers to finally wake up and see how Sorry. yeah sucks but yeah to really see how like my patterns were contributing to my situation so actually in 2018 um, I was actually contemplating suicide because my ex left me for someone else um, it was a huge blow because I almost gave up everything just to be with her um, yeah, so I'm like bisexual. Uh, so I, over here in Singapore, um, the traditions will not allow any of such. And so I was mm. kind of, I almost gave up my family, my relationship with God. And because, um, again, I grew up, you know, with uh, same sex relationship as something wrong. And it's not a lot in the religion per se uh and but not just that but also my career because um we work together and so i was told that my career will be stunted because of our relationship in the department and i yeah so i chose to give up my role uh in my specialty to move off to another team yeah so um just to make way (laughs) but anyway 
thank God, my responsibilities held me back and I took the step to find myself and learn about self-love and healthy relationships. So, you know, relationship is so complex yet not taught by, uh, in schools or probably by my parents. Um, so since I managed to get myself out of the situation without harming myself physically and thank, thank God. God, yeah, and now, because, yeah. And I, I think that's really important what you just said. We're not taught about relationships in school and our parents, we might model what they, you know, their kind of relationships, but is, do we always want the relationships? Maybe our parents have, maybe our parents were divorced. Maybe, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't good. And that, I think that's really important that you're teaching people because we don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we don't know. It's like a trial and error. Definitely. Like. Even, even now as a relationship coach, a lot of things are still like trial and error ish because, um, everyone is a bit different. So there's no like, yeah a fixed uh, recipe, you know? Yeah, because everyone values different things. So yeah, it's, it's like, I'm coming from a space whereby I think I know something, but I definitely don't know everything about relationship. I don't have the recipe for sure. But like, like, yeah, but I do have the steps. I do have some strategies that uh, has worked for myself. That has worked for my relationship um and of course everything i learned i try to apply into my own relationship and to be honest not everything works yeah right. so we it is right. a process whereby we have to figure out together uh and and also a process whereby um your listeners need to do to figure out with the partners and to get you know the communication going on board and everything so right yeah right. Yeah, now this doesn't just have to be with a love interest. It could just be with your family, with a friend, just relationships in general. It's kind of like exactly, that. Exactly, because that's the, the basis, the foundations of a relationship, right? So um, we just have a special interest in love in, in the segment of romance, but love uh, for the family, love for best friends, you know, it's just as important. And they actually have a fairly similar framework. You know? So um, she said, most of us are just more biased to do something um, for our romantic relationships. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. so, so single moms, right? They're very scared of new relationships. They're scared that somebody, you know, is going to sweep them off their feet and they don't deserve to be treated that way. Or they're scared they're going to be mistreated. Mm -hmm. You know, they could be scared that they're going to be taken advantage of or that a lot of people are like, oh, there's just no good guys out there or no good girls out there, whatever. There's just no good people left, you know? So so how, how do we deal with that, being scared and all these things floating in our head after a divorce or a separation or a breakup? Mm. I think one of the most uh, fearful thing is that um, for single moms is the kids, right? You are packaged yes. together. So I think um, I'm, I'm not saying that you, you shouldn't be scared or anything. I think it's very normal to be scared jumping into a relationship because every relationship involves risk 
and you're taking risks, putting yourself out there, getting vulnerable to people hurting you. You know, there's always a chance and actually a hundred percent chance because <laughs> we get we, right. we we get hurt in, in conflicts. We may say things that we we don't mean, you know, we may receive comments or, or like we get uh criticism from whoever, you know, it's just normal and what they say because they mean so much to us. They hurt us. No matter mm-hmm. how unintentional it is, you know that's that's True. the truth. So we can't we can't run away from the pain that we may uh, go through in any relationship, not just romantically. Um, all kinds of relationship. There will be time whereby you can you may get hurt by these people that you care for, but when it comes to your kids, I think there are like a few questions that you can ask yourself so first um is will you ever give up your kids for someone right or will will you ever want to be in a situation where you need to choose between your kids caring for your kids or pleasing your partner do you want to experience being a dilemma because your partner does not love your kids or do you even have to manage their negative vibes when you mention anything about your kids. So I think mm. the answer is pretty obvious, right? It's a like, no. <laughs> like, no, our know. kids come first. The kids always come first. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of, of, of significant other love interests is extra. You know, our kids are like Yes, so for single moms, the kids are your life. So it's obviously no. So since it's such an obvious no, then it just means that this is not your person. Right? Being a single mom, even though I'm not a mom yet, I'm a I'm a dog mom. <laughs> right? That sounds a lot of work. It's still a lot of work, that's right. So being a single mom is tough enough and, and you don't want to invite someone into your life if they only add on to your problems instead of being supportive of you. I think that's really important what you just said. You want somebody that's going to be supportive and almost add value to your life. You that's want right. a, a partner. Yeah, you want a partner. We don't want somebody that's just as much work as our children because that that's what we don't want. We don't want another child You're, when we start exactly. dating. We somebody. Yes, yes, exactly. So, so, um, my boyfriend actually has kids, he's um, divorcee, and he also had the same fear. And this was what I made clear to him. I love him because um, he showed me that he is a responsible father who loves his kids deeply, no matter how they treat him. You know, because they, they, they are very distant. Um, he's here in Singapore, he's separated. Yeah, and I also said... Um, I doubt I can love his kids unconditionally or love them like my own, but I will do my best to embrace them. You know, I will treat them like adults. I'll try to be their friend. But the only thing that I expect is actually mutual respect from them, you know, as like, you know, adults, the adults kind of thing. 
Yeah, they are, yeah, teenagers right. now. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's hard. Well, good luck and respect from them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. <laughs> good luck. Mine's only eleven. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not here to replace your mother. I have no intentions no. to. So and I'm also not here to take over their place in his heart. So I I can be the cool stepmom, or maybe just some someone. So, uh, uh, someone who is here to give them extra support, to give them extra love, if they allow me to, right? Because I recognize when I love this man, I have to embrace what is attached to him, including the fine prints of dealing with his ex. <laughs> oh yeah, dealing with the ex is a whole nother podcast. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. It's funny. We did great. My boyfriend also has two kids, and you know, we've all, you know, yes, I, I adore them and we get along good, but it's hard with another party involved. Yeah. You know, the ex. Yeah, because uh, who am I to help raise their kids? Who am I to lecture or teach them uh, what life is supposed to be? You know, I'm just another person to them. Um, you know, or like, to put it crudely, I'm just the father's girlfriend. <laughs> yes, my boyfriend has two kids, and uh, at first it was hard. It wasn't just, um, it was mostly uh, my daughter and his son. Sometimes they, they both are the babies, mm. so they, yeah. but we, after a while, we accept, okay, this is what our family looks like. We love each other. We're going to be together. So this is what it looks like. So it becomes like a blended family. It becomes normal. Yeah. So that's what I hope for myself as well. So I think what is important is to identify who is this person? How will they behave around you with your kids, especially without your kids? And if they reject your kids, you will reject them too. This is an absolute non-negotiable. Your person will never come in between you and your family, period. That's it. Right. Yeah. 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 Super, super important because I, I see single moms struggling all the time. You know, I'm not sure when I should tell them, if I should tell them. But it's a deal breaker. If you can't love my my kids, then we're off the table. You're not my person. That's right. Really good. That's right. You're just not person so tell us how much how much time should single moms wait before they look for new love how do we know as much time as you need it is not the time that determines whether you are healed but it is the work that you've done to allow yourself to heal to learn from your circumstances create a healthier space for yourself and knowing how to maintain it that that's what really matters so sometimes um, our youth can make it feel like we have a countdown timer or we have a best before date that that's why that we have to meet someone get married have kids but you know your audience already have kids so like to get married again or like but a know, lot of people want to have kids a lot of them want a bigger family. like am I too old how am I going to meet somebody I'm you know whatever years old yeah, yeah so or even exactly what what you're saying like it's as if like there's a label like expiry date after a certain age you 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 are left off the uh, the shelf it's like as if you'll be left to die in loneliness <laughs> so <Right. laughs> which is that not true more... yeah right yeah right 
So, so when we start a relationship, how much information do we share with them in the beginning? I mean, how, how do we go about doing this? Because we don't, like you said, we feel like we're coming with baggage. We might feel broken. We might feel like we're not good enough because our marriage didn't work out. So maybe we're feeling maybe a little insecure. I mean, what, how much information do we share? I would say as much as you're comfortable with. I mean, you don't need to share everything about your past if you're not comfortable with. But for sure, uh, the kids should come pretty soon. Because if you think about it, you don't want to waste time and effort investing in someone who's not going to be, you know, okay with you having children, right? You don't want to get to know someone uh, so much and then get yourself so so involved and then when you break the news that hey I've, I've got kids and then this person just suddenly disappear you know so we, yeah. we don't want to go have to go through this um no, mini no. um unnecessary heartbreak <laughs> you know yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a breakup yeah. before you even got together <laughs> right right and what we don't need any more breakups so we're done with those we, we want a happy ending now we want something <laughs> good we want to feel exactly good. so 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 if we okay so we take our time and then we when we're comfortable we share yeah i mean if you're not comfortable to share right uh at the first meeting i I, i'm not sure like um what's the situation because it could be through dating apps it could be meeting from some you know face-to-face meeting that uh, you you get to know through your community or anything like that but you know i would say within the first three conversations you know, if you if you okay. don't want to scare people, you just want to test things out a little bit, you know. But once you get a little bit more interested, you think that this person maybe, maybe you know, not, uh, you're not like really ready to let's get together, you know. But maybe this person yes. has some potential. This 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 where you can break the news. Yeah. So, so you know, do it in the beginning. Don't waste your time. You know falling maybe falling for somebody that's not going to be your person and not going to appreciate your family life so so i think that's good Correct. so how how do we meet people how would single moms go and meet people a lot of them hate dating apps you know they're always complaining oh another loser on whatever dating apps. you know how, how do they meet people because they feel very isolated and very alone so how how would they go out and meet somebody? Yeah, so personally, dating apps are also not for me. It's just, um, to be honest, I think I'm sexy and I don't want to invite conversation with a certain group of people who are just looking for situationships. So, like, I actually did sign up the app because my friends were saying, hey, you need to start dating. <laughs> yeah, but I, I deleted the app within 24 hours so i'm probably not the person to ask for advice on how to navigate through the apps but thank god uh many of your audiences hate it as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but it is in my belief that no matter where that connection begins the core of building a relationship with someone doesn't change so i would say go up there um unless you want to date the delivery guy uh, who ring your doorbell i don't think you would prefer strangers walking up to your door and saying hi i want to get to know you because i'll be very very scared 
yeah so be in the environment that allows you to be comfortable with yourself the and be yourself the most right we want to attract people that may uh that has common interests uh, so it cuts the work when it comes to the area of relatability. When in the environment, uh, be open to engage the people there, smile and really get, get to know people because you never know when the person will cross your path, right? So be where the person you want to likely date, hang out at, you know? So if you you don't think the person will hang out at a club, why Why would you go to a club and try to find someone, right? If you're not. Right. Yeah, right. because I guess it's, a, it's an assumption that the club or the pubs is where situationships happen. <laughs> so. I love the word situationship. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's like pretty uh, in <laughs> right now. It's like a... Right, right. Yeah, so be be where this person will be right if this if if you enjoy for example dancing then probably at different places where you dance where you can meet people and you know those those parties are where you go but, to so maybe if you're into like a certain sport yeah. you play volleyball or you go to the gym maybe exactly that's right but, or whatever into you know yeah. and i feel like some, this is something we should say to the single moms it's okay to go out and try new things and to be vulnerable you know even if you're just going to have fun i think that's important you know to make new new friends in that way that's right so tell us how what is your best advice for a new relationship i would say take your time to find out what this um potential candidate value in life and see how it aligns with you before jumping into relationship or jump into bed. <laughs> so <laughs> don't be afraid to have the difficult conversations. Be authentic to who you are and how you feel. Just enjoy being in love and supported as you serve um, this partner too when you're new. Yeah. I think that's so good what you just said, to have the difficult conversations at first. And then you can enjoy being in love because I know a lot of people that fall in love and then they're like, oh, well, they don't know about all this stuff. And then they're like, feel like they're being fake. And, you know, because they haven't told them, you know, the, the laundry list of things that they should know about them. Yes. So I, there are times that I hear people say that you don't want to talk about finances, your religion, political views and all that, but if it's important to you, right, you need to talk about it, right? If, if religion is a huge thing for you, then you need to talk about it. Uh, finances is, money really ruins a lot of relationships. So mm. it's really important to talk about it. Maybe not the first few dates, of course, but you have to get there eventually uh, about spending habits or, you know, what are some financial goals that um, this person have or you know because you you want to know whether this person is able to manage your finances well as well you know mm -hmm. yeah you you don't want to 
be you know just living paycheck to paycheck if this it's possible right yeah or like someone who is very um who, who is a spend who who's a spender and doesn't know the value of um saving or keeping for the future or anything you know because right the last thing you want is to end up be the one having to pay for everything yeah and then you get resentful and exactly. angry and yeah yeah so bringing these things up in the beginning hey yeah what, what do you think about this and yeah you can say in a light-hearted way mm-hmm. you know you know just what do you think of this this is this is what i feel about whether it's money or politics or relationships yeah. or it could be anything it could be lifestyle you know yeah. maybe it's just a lifestyle whatever it is if we bring it up in the beginning have you know set the groundwork at least they know ahead of time yes you know yes you can walk away from that date thinking hmm i didn't really like i didn't really feel comfortable with that you know i wonder if that's you know i feel like sometimes if somebody's like really like good looking or really charming we kind of ignore some of the red flags well you know what they're always broke, but they're so cute, and, and they're gonna they're gonna eventually figure it out. Or you know, okay, so maybe they, I don't know, maybe they're into like smoking pot or something <laughs> like that. Oh, okay, well maybe it's just once in a while. But these are things that come up. They're like, yes. okay, I'm not okay with these mm. things, but I'm not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. So if whatever you're not okay with, you gotta bring it out, right? So again, like how someone. Uh, spending habits, right? They can look awesome when they go out with you. Of course, they look good to be a branded stuff. But if they're buying all this and not taking off the basic needs, then it's a red flag. Right, right, right. Yeah. You got a brand new suit and you're taking the bus. It is not a keeper. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not, and you, you, not, not something you want to... You you want for your family. I mean, you're a single mom. You don't want to have to take care of support somebody else. Yeah, yeah. No. Exactly. A partnership. You can both work together and stuff. And I think that's really big. Mm. So, tell us, Sharon, what are the biggest mistakes that single moms make? I think it's not just single moms, but everyone in an unfulfilling relationship too. I would think it's settling settling yeah not being honest uh, with how you feel breaking your own boundaries or not even having any so one of the cliche advice we often hear is you you need to compromise for the relationship to last yeah it is it is it is true but it may last because you sacrifice your happiness for it oh that's true you both have to exactly the word compromise means that nobody get what they want and everyone's unhappy it is not about um give and take it's not just give and take but rather what is best for everyone your your team is partnership right so don't be afraid to rock the boat a bit never settle because it will only cause you to bury your true self and deny um her of happiness that she deserves right so no one wants to just have a just get by life so why are you allowing yourself to settle just to get by another uneventful day when there's so much goodness to bring into your life out there you get 
what you're willing to tolerate in life. So mm-hmm. if you want a better life, you got to stop settling for less because of the perceived problem that is standing between you and the abundance out there. You know, sometimes it's just making this very hard decision to, to love ourselves first and take care of our own needs. Listen to this, this girl inside. Yes, yes. I think that's beautiful. We have to listen to ourselves first and be complete as ourself, you know, and don't settle. Single moms, listen, do not settle. Do not settle. You do not need to have anybody, right? You're okay by yourself. You're perfectly happy. So do not settle. I want to thank you, Sharon, for all your time and energy you gave to us Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Can you tell us? It has been fun. We had a good time today. Can you tell me your contact information so that any single moms need some love and relationship coaching, they can reach you? Yeah, so I'm most easily found on my Instagram. It is io.sharonwang. So io.sharonwang. So, well, you can just DM me directly and we'll chat from there. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've learned so much about relationships and love today. I'm sure a lot of single moms are going to laugh and, you know, take in all this stuff that you taught us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We want to thank you for tuning in today. Every Thursday, there'll be new episodes, so definitely check back. In the meantime, feel free to follow us on Facebook at My Happy Place and Instagram at My Happy Place for Life. That was with the number four. Remember, you're smart, you're beautiful, and you got this. See you soon.